welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of The Dragon Variation, a Shadowrun roleplay drama. This is Shannon. I'm playing Nightfall. This is Dan, and I'm playing Fastback. This is Mike. I will be playing Frenzy. This is Brandon. I'm playing Talisman. This is Brandy. I'm playing Poison Lily. This is Jason, and I'm playing Astral Glide. I'm Sean, and I'm playing Blockade. Content may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello. Blockade, it's it's Lily. What? You know, I wouldn't call if it wasn't important. Just hear me out, okay? Make it quick. You know, I hate AG more than anything. He's got information behind the people that did the humanist job. The people that killed the orcs and the trolls in that huge lab. Well, I ain't cheap. Don't you care about your people? Don't you care about what we saw, that slaughter that we witnessed that day? My people? You don't know anything about me and my people. Well, I'm giving you the opportunity to show me. I think we can get them. You know, I wouldn't call you if I didn't think this was important. Well, there's going to be money involved, or I'm not doing it. I'm bringing back the old group. All of them? After that fuck up? You're putting the whole group together? That was a long time ago. I like to think we've all grown up. Hmm. I guess for the right money and a little bit of payback, I'm in. Call ended. She lifted a trembling hand and fidgeted with her nose ring. It was done. The entire team was in. She just hoped that they didn't all kill her when she walked in the door. Lily's Beacon Hill safe house was one of her favorites. From the outside, it wasn't much. A rundown motel in gang territory. Not just any gang. The Fragon Disassemblers. A band of psychopaths whose specialty is organ legging. One night, we met at Lily's Beacon Hill place. While I waited for the others to arrive, I saw three of those deranged fucks cut up a homeless man. Only Lily could get in good with lunatics like that. Inside the apartment was a different story. State-of-the-art tech panic room, everything one would need to hold out for a long while. Lily sat her mirage for a moment, noting the Route 60 bus pulling up to Cleveland High School. Glide, standing just inside the door, waiting for it to stop. She nodded to a motley group of disassemblers gathered at the corner. They watched Glide closely as he stepped off the bus and headed toward her. She shut off her bike and met him at the door to the safe house. The look on everyone's face as they entered would have been comical, had she been in a better mood. The heavy silence was broken by the slim form in the corner of the main room. Nightfall. What the hell are they doing here? Specifically, him. Hear him out. Hey guys, glad you're all back. How's it going, Blockade? 
Blockade's cold eyes bore into him, but the massive troll said nothing. All right, so the job. If anybody here is going to work with you, they need to understand what we're doing. Okay, when I got this call 24 hours ago, I was given some information that's going to help me clear my name, and it's going to help you guys take this black mark out of your ledgers. This is the only black mark that any of us have in our careers, right? The humanist job. You guys blame me because you think I burned you. You guys think I turned evidence into the attorney general, that I turned all you guys in, that I got all your contacts burned, but it wasn't me. Your contacts dried up. My contacts were murdered. If that doesn't tell you that it wasn't me, I don't know what else would, other than maybe this. You mind showing them fastback? I'll play the footage. I'll put it to everybody's AR. And I'll give them the chronology. Remember, the first thing that happened was Apex went comms dark first, which, not all that unusual. Maybe he was getting jammed. But when Talisman comes back to his meat body, tells me to run, tells me that the job's fragged, I grab Tommy because Tommy's just, he's got black goo coming out of his head. What's that? And then Apex comes out of nowhere and stabs me. Heavy, brooding silence choked the room as the replay of that horrible night finished. Accusing eyes turned from Glide to Lily, and then back to Fastback, who slowly raised his hand to get their attention. It all checks. Everyone's AR winked on as Fastback connected to everyone's PAN and shared the mission file. So, I was contacted by Lily to come in. I sat in with the Johnson, and here's the job. We have to find a person. A person who goes by Amani L. For those of you who don't know, Amani L, as I have now found out, is Elvish for the dragon's daughter. We have approximately 24 hours to find her. Here's what we got. Documents flashed by as he quickly scrolled to highlight bullet-pointed information. The location she was extracted from, we have her roommate who was deceased. Mylan Talis. Mylan Talis. We have, these are the perpetrators. Two dossiers opened to reveal the still pics of the kidnappers. Zooming in on the orc, Fastback indicated the man's tattoos. Specifically, a repeated pattern of red and gold nanotats. Blockade, do you recognize that? I'm going to use my gang knowledge and uh, roll that up, see if I know him. Four successes. The troll's lips curled in disgust, as if the words were sour in his mouth. Crimson crush. Blockade's fist slowly unclenched as he looked from the AR pick and back to Fastback. Here is where I see my role going down in this. Everybody knows where the information needs to go. Now that I know that blockade is part of this and it is a person extraction, I need to prep a vehicle. So at this point in time, I would go to my garage and start getting ready for that because vehicles are not blockade ready. You have to make some modifications. Nightfall, do you want to hit with me? Sure. Check back in in two hours. Sounds good. I got a couple contacts I need to give a call. Yeah, me too. I hit for Sundos, which is right out the door. Following everyone out, Blockade ignored any attempt to chit-chat as he made his way toward his bike. His massive finger activated a new window in his AR, and he clicked the contact link to Starfish. If anyone knew who that orc gangbanger was, he would. Using text only, he messaged for Starfish to meet him in an hour, muted the channel, and then turned his chopper towards Redmond. Starfish, what a piece of shit. Blockade met him in Darrington while he was doing his nickel for assaulting Metroplex security. Shared a cell with him. Had a reputation for having a big mouth, pissing people off, and then giving up the starfish as recompense. Hence, the nickname. 
All eyes turned to blockade as he entered the diner. He spotted Starfish in a far corner booth. The weasel-like man flashed him a peace sign and wordlessly beckoned blockade to join him. As the troll sat down, Starfish's beady eyes glanced up at his. Hey, Starfish. Hey, Blockade. It's been a while. Kind of surprised me when you called. Last time I saw you, you said you didn't want to deal with anyone you did time with. Something about how we can't be trusted. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what's on your mind? I'm kind of trying to locate a guy. He's uh, running with Crimson Crush. Yeah, I know them. You got an AR pick? Yeah, here, let me upload that. Hmm. Yeah, that's Crimson Crush Inc., alright? Oh, uh, yeah. I know this guy. Goes by Wooly. He was Crimson Crush, like, um... Ten years ago? Doesn't really run with them anymore. Probably outgrew it. Not jumped out. Just not active anymore. Where's he running these days? Downtown, mostly. I see him uh, at the Crossbones Tavern a lot. It's over by SeaTac. Really not your kind of scene, man. No, not my kind of scene, huh? Well, you don't think I can handle myself? Wake up, man. You know I've seen you handle yourself. What I'm saying is... It's a... An alternative lifestyle bar. If you know what I mean. <laughs> it's even pirate-themed. Oh, I think I've heard of that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my scene. Yeah, well, Willie hangs out there. I hope that helps you. Yeah, that'll do. That'll work good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? How about picking up my tab? Let me get here. Waiter! Leaving Starfish to his meal, Blockade stepped back outside and uploaded his information to the shared document file as he activated the group chat and fired up his Harley. Anybody able to check out a bar called Crossbones? Downtown, by SeaTac. I'm on it. <laughs> Talisman. Gly's deranged brother may be a top-notch arcane dick, but man is he a deviant. Fetishist. In every sense of the word. Talisman knew the Crossbones Tavern well. The owner, Destiny Joe, was an old friend of his. He hoped that the ten years he'd been away had soothed some of the pains he had caused Joe. Joe's broad smile for him when he entered eased his worry. Hey, Destiny, how you doing? Be still my heart. Talisman. How long has it been? If it's been a minute, it's been way too long. I never knew if Talisman and Joe had a thing. Wouldn't surprise me. I do know that he said he saved Joe's life once. You're looking good today? Thank you. I'm almost there. So... Why are you darkening my door again? Uh, I'm looking for information on a guy who comes here from time to time. An orc goes by the name of Wooly. Wooly? Sure, I know him. He... Well, actually, I just saw Wooly here yesterday. Oh, he was here yesterday. Uh, was he with anybody, do you remember? Yes, he was. Hmm, thickly built Asian guy. Ugly, vat-grown stuff. And a suit. Oh, he looked culprit through and through. Did those guys look, for lack of a better word, out of place here? Oh, honey, 
big man was sweating like trog nuts. He didn't like it here one bit. He didn't even touch his drink. The suit, on the other hand, now he may have looked like a cute little otter, but he was a predator all the way. Dangerous. The kind who have no problem leaving a broken toy in a dumpster. If you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, you didn't, didn't, didn't catch anything they were talking about? Joe's hairy-knuckled hand gestured to the sleek black dome set into the ceiling above him, and the three others arrayed around the room. Though this place may not look like much, but I can tell you from experience, a top-notch security system comes in real handy. It picks up everything. I bet it does. Can't take a look at that footage at any time? Sure. I have nothing to hide. Well, that'd be great. I'm happy to help. Joe slowly sauntered from behind the bar and took Talisman's hand in his own as they made their way towards the back. Whatever happened to that spirit partner of yours? Yeah, Rune. Yeah, he's uh, about the only friend I got anymore, it seems. I don't know exactly where he's at right now. Floating around here somewhere, probably. Oh, well, tell him I said hi. Will do. This way. Let's see. I guess Wooly and his friends were here at, hmm, around 7, 7.30, Files are arranged by time, so you shouldn't have too much trouble finding what you need. Joe stepped aside as the security system activated, and Talisman sat down in front of the console. As he entered the search parameters, Talisman gave Joe a glance. This has been okay? About the same. You know how it is. I do know how it is. Alright, I'll, uh, I appreciate that. Going through the footage, you pick up the conversation, you see the... Japanese guy in the vest from the still picture that you were given. Mm -hmm. And you see this suit. The camera gets a real good view of the suit's face as he's talking. And as you're watching, make a perception check. Roll seven, keep four. I got one success. You don't really pick up what they're saying, but you do get enough to figure out that he's at one point says a number like a string of numbers actually you get bonus for right, your for analytical mind analytical mind so i get plus two so that's two more dice one more success total of two as you're looking at it like i said you don't really pick up much but then you get a string of numbers and you pick it up real quick that that's a com link number okay you run it back quite a few times to try and get it did they have anything to drink did they have a tab to pay to do anything like that? Uh, yeah, they, there were some drinks. When you use a, a cred stick or whatever you pay, is that stuff got any information on it that would... If you have a, what's called a certified cred stick, that means it's like a gift card. You can't really trace it. Okay, just one. I'll go back out front. Any luck? Yeah, it was pretty helpful, Joe. I, I, uh, I appreciate it. About Wooly, does he come in here often? Is he a regular? Nah, not really. He comes through from time to time. He's very discreet. He isn't into random hookups, so when he comes here, it's usually to meet someone specific. I didn't think too much of seeing him last night, but now that I'm thinking about it, it was biz. No doubt about it. You don't know where he stays or anything, do you? No. He used to run with some Redmond gang, but not anymore. Well, he does party with a few of my regulars on rare occasion, but I haven't seen them around for a while. I've heard that he used to work out at a couple local gyms, but that was a while ago. Can you do me a favor if he pops back in here in the next few days? Can you let me know? Oh, you got it, darling. That'd be great. All right. I think you've helped me out a lot. 
Don't be such a stranger. I won't. You, you keep looking good, kid. Hard not to. Well, whatever you're doing, it's working. A friendly hug later, and Talisman walked back to his Americar. I post the number of the shared dock. Nightfall, can you run this? See who it belongs to? All right, hold on. Getting in his car and out of the rain, Talisman listened as Nightfall chattered. Unregistered. Stock SE3A, probably a burner. Originally purchased by Aries. I know someone with Aries. And she owes me a favor. When Glide uses that tone, it means exactly what it sounds like. A while back, he wheedled his way into the pants of a rising star among the Aries Jr. execs, Suzanne Forrester. As I recall, she fell for him pretty hard. But in the end, we are talking about Glide. He fucked it up. She got promoted to the big office. Senior VP of Human Resources and left Matt in the past. At least that's what she thought. I'll go to the truck stop. I will pay for a, a shower room. I will shuck down and uh, get the hot water going really good. And, and then I'll call her on vid. The comm channel opened showing Suzanne, clearly not focused on who was calling until it was too late. I, um, plied. Hey, how's it going? I'm just doing, you know, kind of like combing my hair, you know, like doing my... Get myself looking good or whatever. What are you doing? I'm not exactly sure what you think the nature of our arrangement is, but I assure you. Oh, I'm you know just trying to kill two birds with one stone. Just you know, catching a shower. How's it going? What's her loyalty rating? Connection five, loyalty three. Oh, so she's friendly. I figure we've been friendly friendlier. When are you gonna wake up and realize that not everyone falls for your tricks, Matt? <laughs> well, uh, I've got this number, and it was very similar to yours, so I thought maybe you might know something about it. Hmm. You think it's Aries? Yeah. Well, I've got a picture, too. That's better. I can work with that. Hold on. Sending you the picture, and here's the number. Does that guy look like anybody you know? Actually, yes. I know exactly who that is. I assume that it's best I not know why you're asking about him. Can you tell me anything about him? His name is Jesse Schultes, a low-level records executive here at the home office. And they're in Detroit? Yes. Where are you exactly? I'm with the Stuckies in Redmond. Seattle? Eh, it's kind of on the edge. Wow. I've not been back there since the night of my promotion. When we... Schultes is currently under investigation. He's a security risk. You mean like some other corporation's gonna like kidnap him? A mole for another corporation. Oh, you guys think he's a double agent? He's on paid administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. He's suspended? Yes. Honestly, I just finished my report on him. Why haven't you guys canned him already? Hold on one second. Sure. Knight Errant is surveilling him. Right now? Yes. Because of the sensitive nature of the records stored in Chultus's department, he and his co-workers are chipped. Makes it easier to locate them in case they are abducted by a rival corporation. I'm accessing Knight Errant's host to see where they've logged Schultz's current whereabouts. Downtown Seattle. 
Fifth Avenue and Madison Street. Fifth Avenue and Madison. Is that, that's Dante's. Is it? Yeah. Never been? No, I can't say that I have. Hey, the next time you're in town. I'll tell you what, Clyde. If you find out that Schultz is employed by someone other than Ares, give me that proof. It could mean a lot of money for you. Hey, that sounds great. Well, as soon as I find something out, I'll give you a call. Oh, and one more thing. What's that? Schultz's final suspension hearing is tomorrow afternoon. If he is in Seattle, he has to be flying back to Detroit tonight. Hmm. The final hearing of his suspension is tomorrow in Detroit, so we got to get him tonight. All right, Suzanne, if I can find anything out for you, I will. Nice seeing you again, Matt. Unknown to Glide, his conversation with Suzanne wasn't secret. That's the risk you took having a Technomancer as a teammate. Nightfall's command over the environment of the Matrix was rather typical of her kind. Where she stood out was the complexity, the pure artistry of her sprites. Each was as distinct in appearance as they were in personality. She frequently had messenger sprites tail all of her companions. She claimed that it was so she would be notified immediately if we got into any trouble. But really, it was because she was nosy. She could not stand being out of the loop. The messenger sprite broke off from Glide's comlink in a streak and opened up a window in Nightfall's AR desktop, which she muted as she placed a call to her only contact that would know anything about Amaniel, Thorn Estandris, a minor lord of Tyr Tangier. This is Thorn. Hey, Thorn. How are you? This is Nightfall. Nightfall? How did you get this number? Thanks, Thorn. Thanks. You gave it to me, man. You said I could call you. I see. Yes? I was wondering if you could give me a little bit of information. I have a thing or two I might be able to tell you. Very well. Make it quick. What do you know about Amaniel? Is this channel secure? Of course. That name has a very specific meaning in elven culture. Quite literally translated, it is Dragon's Daughter. I wasn't sure if it was just a nickname or if she was actually a daughter of a dragon. Many believe it to be merely a moniker used to mask her true identity. Not unlike yourself and many others who operate outside society's laws. But to address your inquiry, the descriptor is accurate, at least partially. Adopted daughter. I should warn you, the person of whom you speak is quite influential among Seattle's elven community, especially among the Lesser. The Elvish Mafia? Oh, that is a simplistic and crude way of describing something delicately complex. But, for lack of a better term, yes. It is fortunate that you thought to approach me first in this matter. If you would have sought clarity logically, it is likely that you would have asked someone under her employ. Or at least influenced by her. Well, I don't think there's much she could do about it right now. What makes you say that? Is she dead? Not dead, just missing. Hmm, interesting. We've been paid to extract her. Very interesting. You're being paid by someone to 
extract her. Someone is making a move on Hesterbeer. It seems that someone is positioning for a power play. Very interesting indeed. Told you I had some information for you. Yes, very valuable information, I must say. Thank you. I hope that I was of some help to you as well. Perhaps we could exchange information in the future, should the opportunity arise. Sounds good, Thorn. Is there anything else? No, Thorn. Thank you. Very much. My pleasure. Ugh, the sound of that guy's voice makes me want to punch him in the face. Can we move on, please? Lily's life is full of contradictions. Let me give you an example. Fact. She openly despises her parents. Her dad is a self-absorbed politico asshole who loves every elf on the planet. Except his own daughter. But the whole hatred of mages, as I said before, is all mommy's doing. The bitch all but disowned Lily when she was 12 years old. When she failed to show any kind of magical promise. Lily turned that rejection and pain into a fiery hatred towards almost every maid she ever met. Save two. The first being Talisman. She always said that she could see past the filth, that his heart was pure gold. Or some bullshit like that. I think it's because he's Glide's brother, and her feelings for him softened her. The second was Talon. She'd met him a few years back, when she was first starting out. Talon saw something in her, took her under his wing. Without him, Boom, and the rest of the Assets Incorporated crew, Lily would have just been another statistic. This is Talon. And it's uh, Lily. Lily? Oh, wow. I'm sorry, Lily. I didn't recognize you. It has to be, what, five years? And Yeah, it's been a long time. So what can I do for you? I got a couple questions for you. I hope you can help me out. Amaniel. Now, I know that means Dragon's Daughter, but do you know if that's a nickname? Is it literal? I... Whoa. Slow down. Amaniel. You're talking about that elven gang boss in Seattle, right? That's the one I'm talking about. Well, my intel on her is a bit... dated. Uh, she's an underworld player. Preeminent among the ancients, uh, along with the Lesa. Settling a lot of disputes between them. Influential with uh, a lot of the tier expatriates living in Seattle. On top of that, well, I've got it on pretty good authority that uh, she's a classically trained mage. She's... Serious business, Lily. Dangerous lady. I'm glad you called me about this rather than talking to someone locally. Yeah, I'm glad to, uh... Mylan Talis, does that name ring a bell to you at all? Um, yeah. I, I know him. He's a, a media producer. Uh, real slime. Syndicate ties. Brother's the tier undersecretary of state. He's also the face of Amaniel's organization, which means untouchable. So, why the interest in the Lesa? I thought you hated elven politics. She's missing, and I've been hired to retrieve her. So, 
Someone kidnapped Amaniel? I can't imagine who could pull off something like that. I, I, I can barely imagine who would want to hire you to get her back. I mean, we're talking high echelon tier ops here. Real dark stuff. That's what I was afraid of. I appreciate it, Tommy. If I have any more questions, I'll definitely be in touch. All right. Well, careful, Lily. Thanks. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of The Dragon Variation. Theme music by Dot Sound. Background music by Machinima Sound. Edited by Daniel Helderman. Written, produced, and directed by Eric Austin. Openly Gamer Theater would like to thank Catalyst Game Labs for allowing us to make this production. Any commercial use of this production is prohibited. Shadowrun is copyrighted property of the Tops Company. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions.